Welcome everybody, you are listening to Save Savage Podcast. This is your host, Benitria McGowan, and I am sorry for the wait. I know that I was supposed to be back and forth every Sunday, but so many things have been happening and I definitely just wanted to make sure that I was in alignment with what God was telling me to do with the podcast. So in a couple weeks, we should have our co-host and I will let her introduce herself when it is time. Um, But yes, God is moving and I don't want to miss what he's doing in this season. So I was sitting here in my quiet time with God and I've been really just um, really wanting to tap into what God is saying to me and what he wants for me to say to other people, whether it be a word of encouragement, a word of knowledge, um, a word of prophecy, whatever he wants to do. Even just spreading the good news, salvation, of course, you know, save Savage Gang, that's what I do. Spread salvation for the low, free 99. All you got to do is accept the grace that God has for you because we're saved by grace through faith that no man can boast. It's not about our works, but um, yeah, those are the things that I believe that God has called me to, but I'm also in a season of refinement to understand where my business is going, where the podcast is going, where my children are going and where this ministry is going to lead. And I can't believe I said this ministry because, um, yeah, I just like to think of it as advancing the kingdom, but sometimes I don't think of it as ministry. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping that the things that I say and the things that other people say when they come on here, that it blesses you, that it feeds your soul, that you're able to go back to the word and study for yourself to see if we're right and see if we're not, which I believe that we're pretty biblically accurate and sound um, with doctrine when we come and we dissect these these saved savages from the Bible. Um, but yeah, I just really want to be able to put out biblically sound information for you guys and give you scripture references so you don't feel as though um you're getting poison you know because who wants that who wants false doctrine who wants false teaching so now that i'm done with my little tangent i will talk about the topic that i'm super excited about today um like i said i was sitting here in my quiet time i chose not to watch tv even though this is like my first time without babies for a while um and i was like okay god let me spend this time with you let me just not go to facebook let me not go to um watching like chopped or something like that but let me just press in and and hear if i can hear a whisper from you let me see if um you'll whisper something to me that um That would just be good for my soul. So I initially started to seek God for myself just because I, um, I know in this season that we're supposed to be waiting for the whisper of Lana Vonner. I believe that's her name. Her ministries, her prophetic words are such a blessing. I do follow a couple prophetic people, um, who hold the office of a prophet and it is really enriching to, to really understand that God is really moving and he's speaking to his people. And the word of God says, if you believe the prophets, then you'll receive a prophet's reward. So yes, I'm definitely in tune to 
the voice of God in this season, but I also like to hear his whispers for me. So again, I'm reading and I started in Hosea because I'm researching the major and minor prophets and uh, Gilgal stood out to me and uh, I just researched where it was and it was a place that was basically the center of idolatry, but it was also the place where Elisha the prophet made his headquarters it was where joshua had made his headquarters and it was a place um close to the place where they had marked the 12 stones when um joshua let the people of israel cross over the jordan river so you can definitely fact check it you can check in second kings you can also check in joshua and you can check in hosea um do a little bit of digging and then you'll be able to find it and i guarantee that you'll find a revelatory word for yourself or an illuminating word for yourself so I won't give you specific scriptures because I believe that you'll be able to find some good meat in it for yourself and you'll be like me so (laughs) I ended up researching that but um Elisha stuck out to me because I'm like okay I'm thinking of Hosea now I'm with another prophet Elisha so let me see what um the connection is with Gilgal there so Bishop um Bishop was talking about Bishop Harvey is my bishop. I go to Parkline Assembly of God and he gave an awesome word on Sunday and he brought up where Elisha was feeding the prophets, um, the sons of prophets stew and somebody put poison in it. So he leavened it with flour and it, it was okay. So he gave a dynamic message with that. So I was super excited. Like, okay, God, you're connecting me with the word from Sunday. Yay. It's Monday and I'm still able to eat off that word and I'm still able to be full and um, I just sensed in my spirit to go above, like, so go above the passage. So I'm like, okay, well, let's see what happened before this. Because if Gilgal is like the, the trenches and it said he returned to Gilgal, let me see what, um, you know, what he was doing before then. So it brought me to the story of the Shunammite woman. And that is the same savage that I want to talk about today. So this lady, she was rich. And she had the spirit of discernment, obviously, because when she saw Elisha, she welcomed him into her house. She fed him. She had a husband at this time. They don't have any kids. And she fed him. And she was like, okay, you know, hey, if you're ever in town, come come chill with us. We got you. So I guess back and forth, he keeps going. And this is, again, the hood version. Y'all know how I do. Um, And this is in 2 Kings 2. So you can check that out. So... She tells her husband, like, I perceive that this man is a man of God. So let's make him a room up here. So when he does come, he'll have a place to stay. She not trying to get nothing from him. She's not on any of that. But how many people know, like, we are the company we keep or just being able to glean from people who are around us. You may not want anything directly from them, but you can learn a lot from people by the company that you keep or the mentors in your life. And they don't even have to be mentors to you. But the fact that you are able to have good conversations with these people of God and uh, the glory of God kind of it, it falls on you, whether you want it to or not. That's a bonus nugget. Get around some saved and anointed people who are um, after God and after the things of God. And you can see the fruit of God in their life. That's a plug for the free. Um, but this woman, she was like, yeah, let's let's build him a room. So they did that. So the next time he came, he ate. He knew where his room was at. He went up there and he, his servant or his assistant, Gehazi, he was saying like, hey, go go see what she need. Can we whisper to the king on her behalf or anybody? 
the commander of the armies, what do they need? So, um, and he tells Gehazi to go get the lady. And she like, oh, we good. Thank you, though. You know, like, that's good. Appreciate you. Definitely do. But we're good over here. My family takes good care of me. So this was a woman who was already secure. She had the spirit of discernment. Um, and she was resourceful. She whole built this man a room where her husband did. Whoever built it, it was her idea to build it. She like, hey, y'all do this. But this is um this is what I want to happen. So she had wisdom. She had discernment. She had divine strategy because little would she know that this room was going to bless her life beyond belief that she would ever even think of imagine or imagine. Um, so after she left, uh, Elisha said, hey, Gehazi, what what does she need? Like what? She not telling us no information. So what does she need? So he's like, yeah, she doesn't have a son. Elijah like, bet, go back and get her. So... <laughs> he go back and get her and he like hey this time next year you're gonna be pregnant with your son and she like whoa 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 man of god you know i can i can just imagine like her like excitement because it's like wait a minute i didn't tell you that and i didn't ask for that and i didn't you know but don't deceive me because her husband is old she old well it didn't say she was old it said her husband was old so i don't know how old she was but she like hey you know, hey, don't deceive me, man of God. I know you a man of God. Do not deceive me and don't get my hopes up. So, you know, he he didn't say nothing. He and then sure enough, the around that time next year she got pregnant and she was having a baby. So everything's good. He still got his room. It don't really say that they've been connecting that much or anything like that. But um one day the boy was in the field with his dad and he said his head hurt and he um fell fell sick and he said his head was hurting so the dad is like hey go take him to his mama don't want the servants go take him to his mama so she laid him in her arms and he died at around noon so i'm i've had i've had a baby who has passed and i wasn't able to uh she was stillborn so she was in my stomach but just that that pain i felt when um, the doctors didn't even have to say nothing. I just knew my baby was dead. They had the ultrasound and I just knew that she died. And, um, my kid's dad at the time, he was sitting there and, oh, well, he's still my kid's dad, not the time, but he was sitting there and he said, what happened? And I said, she died. And we both just cried, but I can just imagine like her, her tears and her, her weeping for her kid. And, um, even though the tears didn't fall on my eyes, I can just, I could see like, it just being so hurtful to her but the savage part about her was what she did is she got up she got up she laid her baby in that bed uh the man of god's bed because he had a bed a chair a table and a lamp in that room she put her son right in his bed the uh elisha's bed and told the servants hey go get me a donkey and meet me out here i'm finna go see the man of god at once so she told her husband what she was finna go do and he's like hey why um do you need to go today it's not a festival or anything like that she like you know it's it's good it's everything's all all good so her her temperance changed from being sad about her son to all right i know where to go i know what to do so she gets over to 
Elisha, they see her, Gehazi comes, she like, all is well. So she kind of dismissed Gehazi, like, uh, I ain't even here to see you. But when she saw Elisha, she fell at his feet and said, man of God, didn't I tell you? Did I ask you for a son? And didn't I tell you not to get my hopes up? So at first she fell down, let me back up. First she fell down at his feet and she could, he could tell that she was troubled and Gehazi like trying to move her away, like get off him. And he like, no, Elijah's like, no, she's very troubled, but the Lord hasn't shown me what it is yet. And then, um, and then she says, Hey, man of God, did not, did I ask you for a son? And did not say, (laughs) Oh, before that, he sent Gehazi away. He said, get ready to travel. So when she fell to his feet, he knew already. Well, not before that. After that. After she said those words, he said, get ready to travel. And then Gehazi went. And then the Shunammite woman told Elisha, like, hey, I'm not going anywhere unless you go with me. So he trying to send Gehazi. She like, nah, I'm good. You coming or I'm not going home. Like, we're going to be here together. This is what this is. So Elijah, she came, he sent Gehazi ahead, he put the staff on the, the boy, the Bible says it, yep, he was surely dead, indeed he was dead. So, you know, I'm sure that that was expected, but this lady, she already knew, like, nope, I'm finna go get this man of God who oh, gave me the son, I didn't ask for this son, he's about to come heal my baby. So, he gets, Elijah gets there, he goes in the room by herself. I can just imagine like this is my version of it he up here like God he's in it the Bible says he prays so I'm sure he's talking to God like God I know she think that I'm tripping I know she think that I'm I just she just told me not to do this and not to get her hopes up not a baby daddy I don't know what happened Lord but you're gonna have to do something so he laid out on the baby's body and the story is not really to capitalize on what Elijah did because it was a miracle and it was awesome you can read it but it's really about the faith of the Shunammite woman and how she didn't worry about Elisha being up there in that room. She walked away. She went to go mind her business. And she knew it was going to be taken care of. So he laid out on him. And his body got warm. So Elisha got up. He paced uh, across the floor one time. And then he, he laid on him again. And then it says that the boy uh, sneezed seven times. And his eyes were open. And he immediately. And then he told her, come take your, come take your son. So I'm sure like, and it had an explanation point. So I'm sure Elisha's like, hey, I told you, I told you, I got you. I told you that God was going to do this for you. And it's so funny because even though like the name of God is not mentioned in there, you can tell that Elijah was speak. Elisha was speaking to the faith of the Shunammite woman. Like, hey, like God did this for you. God said you were going to have a son. God is not going to let your son die. Don't uh, let this situation deter your faith here God will make good on his promise so even if it's dead God will make good on it so that encouraged me so much because I know there are some things that I didn't ask for and they were given to me I didn't ask for a lot of stuff which they were given to me and now God is saying it's a reviving season it's it's going to like great is your faith because I haven't I dare not speak out my mouth that something was wrong with those things I said it I know that it is well because I know the God that I serve. Um, And I I know he's reviving things and he has revived things. He's revived my business. He's revived um, my desire to go to school, my desire to study, just the relationships that I've had that um, had been like really, really rough. But God has revived those things and he and he's even doing more than that. So 
I said all that to say, like, man, step your faith game up like the Shunammite woman. Be beastie. She whole was a beast. Like, bruh, my son is dead. I'm not going. He's going to be back alive. I'm not finna tell his daddy. I'm not telling no service. Now, one time did she tell anybody that her son was dead. She didn't even tell a prophet that her son was dead. She was like, hey, I'm not leaving here without you. He knew what time it was. She like, uh, you coming or not? Because if you're not going... I'm not going. So I think that is just so savage and so like awesome to what God will do when your faith is relentless. What he will do for you when you're like, oh, nope, I won't let you go till you bless me. I won't let you go until you give me the answer. You gave it to me and it's mine. I'm willing to fight for mine. I'm willing to go above and beyond for my promises that you said are mine. The promises of a God are the promises of God are yes and amen. And I believe that you said it to me. I'm going to believe the word of the prophet and I'm going to get that prophet's reward. I'm going to stand firm on your promises and I'm going to speak them out my mouth. I'm not going to speak death. I'm not going to speak ill of my situation. I'm going going to say it as well I'm going to pursue what you told me to pursue I'm going to act as if it's already taken care of because I know who my father is and I know what he owns and I know what he said I have I'm a joint heir in the kingdom of Christ so I know that I walk from a position of victory and nor life nor death nor principalities can separate me from that love so I definitely know that greater is he who is in me than he was in the world so I stand because I know that I'm victorious so I'm saying this to encourage somebody who has been on the brink of a, oh, forget it. God didn't call me to do this. Oh, forget it. This is too hard. Oh, forget it. This situation is dead. Oh, forget it. You know, just giving up. God is saying he is restoring that which you thought you lost. Dare not put your mouth on what he has said he has blessed you with because he said it and he meant it. He is not a man that he should lie or the son of man that he should have to repent. God's word doesn't return void. If he says that he's going to reward you because you diligently seek him, you better bet that's what he's going to do. If he tells you that if you delight in him, he'll delight in you. And if you abide in him, he'll abide in you. He will do that. So those who are spiritually dry right now, understand that God said that he who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide in the shadow of the almighty. So he is there for you. He is never going to leave you. He is never going to forsake you. So even when you feel alone, even when you feel like you've made your bed in hell, the word says that he's there and he lifts you up with his righteous right hand. A thousand will fall by your right and 10,000 will fall by your left, but the enemy shall not come nigh your dwelling. Begin to speak and decree those things of the word of God because they don't come back void. He said it, so he has to do it. He makes good on his word. It's so great to be a child of God in this time. It is so great because your faith is going to rise like never before. Eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard the things that God has in store for you. His plans for you are good and not of evil and to give you an expected end. Change the way you're speaking. Change the way you're talking. Change the way you're talking to your friends. Change the way you're thinking. Meditate on his word. If you're going to meditate on anything, meditate on his word. I can't believe myself, but I can believe God. And I can believe myself because I believe the word of God. So even changing the fact that, hey, you feel like your words don't have power, but God says that your words have power. 
So understanding that life and death is in the power of the tongues. What are you speaking? What are you speaking over yourself? What are you speaking over your kids? What are you speaking over your kids? Look at these babies and the stuff that they're going through. What is being spoken over them? People are looking at this generation like they are lost and without hope. But I say they're the remnant. God is going to come with the fire of God and he is going to use them as instruments and minstrels and prophets and teachers and evangelists and the gifts of help. It's going to flow, overflow and overtake their generation. And guess what? The move of God is going to come through them. So people better get in alignment with these kids. Teach them, teach them the right way and don't despise their youth. Because God has a great plan and a great purpose in their life. So even if you're not a mother, even if you're a teacher, even if you're a city worker, whoever you are, speak life into these children, into this next generation. Speak life if you're generation baby boomers. Speak life into the millennials. Speak life into the ones that are coming after you. Because guess what? Elijah was the mentor of Elisha and he did way more miracles. He did double miracles, that double apportion. Of anointing fell on Elisha. So if you are older and you don't have somebody you're mentoring, I challenge you to do that today. Think about, ask God to place on your heart, who can you pour into? Who can be that double portion of what you have? Who can expand your legacy? Who can stretch you and grow you until you're like, oh, you've asked a hard thing. Hey, if God do it for you, then he do it for you. Somebody who you can intercede on the behalf of and teach them the right way to go and to you know, just just see the calling and the potential of what God has placed inside of their life and bring it out of them and pull it out of them. I thank God so much for um, my spiritual father and uh, my prophetic mentor and the women of God that I am connected with who pour into me on a daily Um who are just amazing, who see the gifts and the purposes that God has called on my life and they speak to that every time they see me they speak to like oh i've seen you grow they speak to me and say oh daughter you have next they speak to me and say this is just the beginning and don't despise small beginnings they speak to me and say don't put away your confident trust in the lord because it in it is great reward i have so many people that are speaking life into me that i don't have time to worry about the people who not i don't have time to worry about the people who are um whatever they doing because I'm not paying attention to them so I, I could I could care less I have so much faith right now that God is about to do amazing things or in that he's already doing them but it's about to spring forth now and it's going to be so bold and it's about to be so monumental that people are going to be like what must I do to be saved? Because it's really for God's glory and it's really to advance God's kingdom. So anything that God does for me, I count it all joy that I'm able to be a living sacrifice for him. And that people are looking at my life and they're like, hey, I can be saved. Hey, Lord, I want that. Hey, God, I want to grow closer and deeper with you, God. She said that your word says, call on me and I'll show you great and mighty things. So I'm going to call on you and I'm going to test your word because she said it and I want to see if she lying. Because you ain't going to make me or God a liar because he answers. If I'm saying what his word says, trust me, he's going to do it because it's his word and it's, it's, it's valid. God is so valid and I know so many people don't understand what um is going on right now because it looks like uh hell is breaking loose but at the end of the day 
The kingdom suffers violence and the violent take it by force. So whose side are you on? What are you doing about it? What are you speaking about it? You're worried about what the enemy is doing. And it's like, what did God call you to do? It wouldn't be happening if you was doing what you need to do. And yes, God is all powerful. He's almighty. He is a just God. He is sovereign. Yes, he is. And he's a whole beast. But guess what? His word said he's not going to force nobody. And he gave man free will. So... He's not forcing anybody to do any of that. God is not a force. So he's all creation is groaning and waiting for the manifestation of the sons and the daughters of God. So we're waiting on you. The world look like this because of you. What are you doing? And if you are doing stuff, thank you. Continue to stand. Don't grow weary in doing well. Remember that you will have a reward if you faint not. Keep your eyes on God. Keep your eyes on what he told you to do. Keep your mouth and your heart stay fixed on him and he'll keep you in perfect peace. What does your peace look like today? Ask God to surround you with people who can provide you wisdom and insight and counsel on how to move forward in this next season because i believe that god is aligning people with people who um they may not know your struggle or that your pain but they know how to get the answer so i just want to encourage you guys again to be like that shunamite woman who knew what to say and she knew how to move so i'm gonna go ahead and wrap up in prayer it's been awesome i'm so excited that i did jump on here to um just encourage you guys as i encourage myself and i am so so sorry for the wait it's been a while um like i said we're gonna get some uh, our co-host on here we also have a awesome awesome women and men of god who are going to proceed and come and talk about their um they're save savages so yeah save savages highlighting the faith for all generations to come so i'm so blessed to be able to share my heart and what i believe that god has placed on my heart for you guys and i do appreciate you turn um tuning in and, and sharing and thank you guys for your insight too so if you have any questions if you have any comments or anything like that feel free to inbox me my name is benitria mcgowan i can be reached on messenger um benitria at aspired inc dot me that's b-e-n-e-t-r-i-a m oh at a-s-p-i-r-e-d i-n-k dot me i almost gave you guys my full name spelling <laughs> so um Heavenly Father, we just thank you, God, that you are such a gracious God and you are a rewarder of those who diligently seek you, Father. Thank you, God, that you are a God who gives good gifts to his children, Lord. I thank you that you are a God who sits high and looks low and nothing gets past you, Lord. And I thank you, God, that it's not your will that any man should perish and you're not slack concerning your promises, but you're faithful, God. And you want everyone to be saved. So, Lord, allow us to change our hearts and our minds to stay fixed on you, to understand that your ultimate goal is that no man should perish, Lord. Lord, help us to understand that we are in a war and that we are fighting. Help us to understand that if we are not on your side, then we're on the enemy's side, Lord. So I pray for those who are listening today and who are unsure of their side, Lord. I ask that you give them ears to hear the hope of your calling and the joy of your salvation. That they, if they believe, if they confess with their mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe it in their hearts, 
that they will be saved. Lord, I thank you, Father God, that you said all who call on the name of the Lord will be saved. So I pray for those who don't know you, Father God, give them ears to hear you. Give them eyes to see your wondrous work. Give them a heart of um, flesh and replace their heart of stone so they can accept you in with open arms, Father God, and, and be committed fully and completely to you, Father God. Lord, I pray for those who um, have been hurt in the past and have been hurt by life um, ups and downs, Father God, and they may be upset at you, Father God. Lord, allow them to have understanding, Lord. You said in your word that wisdom is given without reproach. Father, I ask that you just touch their hearts, Father God, and let them know that you answer those who call on you and let them seek you father god like hidden treasures so they can know what your word has to say so they can know what your heart is god and that they won't um despise you father god lord give them eyes to understand that you give good gifts to your children father god lord i ask right now that you touch all of the mothers all of the fathers all of those who have children god give them a mouth that speaks the law of kindness and that builds up their children and doesn't tear them down. We bind every generational curse that has plagued their families from up to 60 generations back into 60 generations come forward, Lord. And we, we loose your power, your love and a sound mind over everyone that is connected to them and in their family. Father God, Lord, you did not give them a spirit of fear, but a power, love and a sound mind. Allow them to speak boldly into their children and allow their children to be bold as a lion. As your word says, the righteous are a bold as bold as a lion. Father God, Lord. We come into agreement with what your word says about our city, that we are a light in a city on a hill that cannot be hidden, Lord. So help us to not put our light under a bushel, Lord, and let us let our light shine so men can see our good works so they can glorify you, the God who is in heaven. Thank you, God, for being the king of heaven and earth, Lord. I thank you, God, that everything will pass away, but your, your word will stay the same. So I thank you, God, for your word that's sharper than a two-edged sword. I thank you, God, that you give us the whole armor of God that we will be able to stand, Lord. Remind your people today that they are equipped to win and that they are victorious, God. Lord, I ask that you give everyone who is listening a desire to study your word more and to get.